Yo, today's QOD is you are worth no more and no less than any human being, any saint, any leader who has ever lived. Here we go. Quote of the Day Show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. It's Throwback Thursday, and we are turning back that clock to episode number 23 and our feature speaker, Mr. Dan Millman. Today, Dan is talking about something super important. Now, you know, yesterday, our talk with Sean Stevenson in the intro, I said to listen to that one over and over and over again. Here's another one that I recommend you listen to on repeat all day as many times as you possibly can listen to it. Because what Dan is talking about is our sense of self-esteem, our sense of self-worth, reminding us, reminding you of who you really are. Here's Dan. I'd like you to put a sign on your bathroom mirror or your refrigerator, somewhere you'll see it every morning. When you get up, you read it every morning and it says, how good can I stand it today? Because that's how good you'll get it. Sometimes we have judgments about ourselves that lowers our sense of worth because we felt we really messed up. Of course we all have. We've all said or done things that were unkind. But something we need to consider to really explore this area of worth and what you're worth is that we've done our best every day of our lives. You may not agree with that. You may say, oh, I could have done better. Sure, on some absolute scale of 100%, we could always do better every day. But have you considered your parents did the best they could in raising you? They may have been kind and sophisticated, or they may have been cruel and abusive, but they were doing the best they were capable of at the time, given their wounds, their limitations, their level of awareness. They were doing the best they knew how. In the same way, you've done the best every day of your life, given your present capacity. We need to look at it that way. We are doing our best, and that opens us up to doing even better. Judgments just hold the patterns in place. I'm not talking about developing some artificial self-image and pumping yourself up. I don't want you to pump yourself up just to say, I deserve the best, and then resenting the world or other people for not giving you exactly the service you deserve. Many of us resent when we go into a hotel and they don't have a reservation, little stuff, you know. What I'm talking about is coming to appreciate your innate inborn worth that can never be taken away from you as a human being by virtue of being here on the planet, your human worth. You are worth no more and no less than any human being, any saint, any leader, who has ever lived. I don't know if you've considered this before, but I'd like you to. You may not agree, but let me put it another way. Look in the eyes of a young baby sometime. Have you done that recently? Look in the eyes of a baby. When you look at a newborn or a very young child, do you look at that child and go, I'd say that's worth about an eight on a 10 scale? I don't think so. 
That child was you. When did you start subtracting? It's not about finding your worth. It's not about raising your worth. You don't need to raise your worth. You're already worth all you can be worth. It's about discovering that. The first step is awareness. Awareness of a problem is the beginning of the solution. Just being aware that you have self-worth issues. Take more and thank more. What if you offered someone a gift and, and they said, oh, gee, that's really nice, but thanks. No thanks, I really couldn't accept that. How would you feel? Maybe not so great? How do you think God or spirit feels when gifts are offered to you and you go, oh, that's okay, that's okay. Think about it. If you refuse to accept anything but the best, you very often get it. When you begin to approach life in your relationships, your work, as, you know, maybe I deserve better, you'll get better. That doesn't mean you leave your relationship. It means you start defining your boundaries and saying, this is okay and this isn't. I want to develop a better relationship with the person you're with. People who are abused may need to make some changes. That's a different story. Those cases of low self-worth are apparent, aren't they? When someone is abused by a spouse, a boss, a partner, or by life, they can make some new choices. Marcus Aurelius said, those who live in harmony with themselves live in harmony with the universe. And Annie Truitt once wrote, it takes kindness to forgive oneself for one's life. Now the final key, and this is going to become more clear to you as time goes on. You don't have to feel self-worth. It's not about generating a feeling of, oh, now I feel worthy. It's about behaving as if you were the most equally worthy person of anyone who's ever lived. So you may not feel you deserve a suite at the Grand Wailea on Maui. You may not feel you deserve your relationship when it's really good or abundance coming in. But you can act as if you do and make different choices. And stop sabotaging your life. In the arena of self-sabotage, look at young celebrities. I know a number of them personally. And some of them are self-destructing. You know the names. You've read about them in the newspaper with drugs and behaving badly. Suddenly, they're adulated by millions of people. Suddenly, uh, they have millions of dollars. Talk about running up against self-worth issues. It's not so easy being rich and famous or talented. That's one example of self-sabotage we can relate to. It's right in the newspapers. I read recently that 70% of lottery winners, big winners, are in debt after one year. Gee whiz, I wonder what caused that. A sudden influx of money that they didn't actually work hard for? That brings us up against self-worth issues. I would predict those people who gave much of it to charities, did good work with it, continued working, would not 
be in debt would make best use of that money. When we turn to the fourth gateway, manage your money, we're going to take another look briefly at self-worth as it relates to money. So ask yourself for a moment, how might I have sabotaged myself in the past or present, in my relationships? Whenever life started getting good, again, awareness is the beginning of healing. The absolute key to discovering your worth and living on that basis, we don't get to until we come full circle to the 12th gateway. When we do, the final page is turned, the final key is opened. When I talk about gateways, by the way, it's simply a metaphor. I could say principles, keys, doorways. The closest synonym is arenas of life that we're dealing with. It's an apt metaphor because it's something we're going through, an entryway. We're passing through these gateways to prepare ourselves, to ripen ourselves for everyday enlightenment. All right, great stuff with Dan Millman. His website is PeacefulWarrior.com. He's got all kinds of books for you on Amazon.com as well as at your local bookseller. And if you want to listen to this entire talk, it comes from an audio program you can find at Audible.com called The Peaceful Warrior's Path to Everyday Enlightenment. That is it for me. I hope you enjoyed today's clip, and I will see you tomorrow with Og Mandino. I'll see you then. Peace. Peace.